Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Informed Catholic Podcast. My name is Ned Jabbar, and this is going to be episode 85. For the last couple of days, we have seen um, a lot of our, many of our fellow Americans, um, citizens in different states, rise up and cry out no more to the governors, to the lockdown, to the quarantine, um, a um, beauty salon uh, owner uh, found herself fined, uh, harassed by the state, by OSHA. Uh, Child Protective Services came to her home and questioned her child apart from her without her presence and we there was a 77 year old barber who has been a barbershop owner in Michigan for 65 years uh was threatened and fined for op- for wanting to open up his barbershop uh the gentleman said something beautiful he said the government is not my mother and he wants to work i mean this guy is 77 you got to hand it to him and he's still going on. He loves being a barber. And he's been a barber since he was 18 years old. Uh, a uh, gym owner, a, a, um, a New Jersey, uh, a gym, uh, was th- uh, arrested, I believe, and fined. And even the people who attended the gym. You're seeing a breakdown, remarkable breakdown in our society. and But also... This is a, this is someone pointed out in a YouTube video. It's a good thing that this is actually happening under the presidency of Donald Trump. They hate this man so much that they're willing to drag the entire country down. They have they have hated him and they want and the fact that he's let's place it, okay? He has his faults but so do we all have our faults he has his pluses right he's good at business he's given us the best economy ever you don't believe me go to listen to tim pool tim cast he talks a lot about politics but here's the most amazing thing our bishops now i'm speaking as a catholic have folded up like a deck of cards, collapsed like a stack of dominoes, have shut the churches and done very little to speak, to communicate to their people. I have here an article. It's from Church Militant, and I've seen the video. I've seen the video. It's a priest, a brave priest, denounces the cowardly bishops and I also saw a video by um, John Henry Weston and the fact is that public masses have shut down are we seeing anything connected to Fatima that will be another video that's a more complex one and I really want to do a video I want to do a complete study on Fatima 
But I want to read this report first. And before we begin, let's uh, begin with a prayer. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And I'm going to read a passage from the Gospel of John. Jesus, the Good Shepherd. So let's begin. This is from chapter 10 of the Gospel of John. Truly, truly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs in by another way, that man is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the gatekeeper opens, the sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name, and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him for they know his voice. A stranger they will not follow, but they will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. This figure Jesus used with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. So Jesus again said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not heed them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. He who is a hireling and not a shepherd, whose own the sheep are not, and sees the wolf coming, and leave the sheep, and flees, and the wolf snatches them and scatters them. He flees because he is a hireling and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own, and my own know me. As the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep, and I have other sheep. They are not of this fold. I must bring them also, and they will heed my voice. So therefore... Be, so they shall be one flock and one shepherd. For this reason, the Father loves me, because I lay down my life, and I may take it, and that I may take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have the power to lay it down, and I have the power to take it again. This charge I received from my Father. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I think that's an appropriate read for what we're going through and what we're about to read. So, um, welcome back to the Informed Catholic. Um, I want to give a shout out to um, only the penitent uh, may enter. Um, thank you for listening to my podcast. And uh, and I want to say I'm listening to yours. Uh, you do fantastic work. Um, we need more, uh, Catholic podcasts out there. Um, we're going through a very tough time. <clears throat> so we're seeing people in society rebel against this, this, uh, lockdown, this quarantine. And we're also seeing it in the, in the church. And I think it's great because, um, what's happening is a mirror. 
obviously. It's a mirror to, uh, to what's going on in our society and what's going on in the church. We are, have been deprived of masses, although there are bishops who are slowly reopening. <clears throat> I think those are wise bishops, but the sad problem is the bishops have locked the, church, the doors. We had no Easter, no Holy Week. Um, it was, uh, pretty tough. I mean, knowing that it was Easter Sunday and there was no mass, um, knowing that I couldn't go to pa uh, Palm Sunday, no mass, knowing I couldn't go to Holy Thursday, no mass, no, I could, knowing I couldn't go to a good Friday and no mass. I couldn't go to church. I could not receive the sacraments. And so therefore I in order to stay connected to my faith, I had to do podcasts. I had to read the passages of scripture, but I could not be in church and I shouldn't have had done. I shouldn't have to do that, but I did it because I love my faith and I wanted to share it with you, my fellow Catholics. I mean, you know, it, they, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I heard Dolan. I forgot my bottle of water. I thought we were going to skip this boring part, talking about the prayer of the faithful. Did you see? I mean, I watched Pope Francis in the Vatican to an empty St. Peter. And I saw a video of a, of a priest being harassed by an Italian priest being harassed by the Italian police. Because he was saying mass. He was an old man. And he didn't care. He didn't care what the police was going to say to him. I mean, for crying out loud. An old priest. Had. The kahunas. To stand up. And brush these men away. Our bishops, our cardinals, folded up like a deck of cards. They, they're trying to get us to blame all this on Donald Trump. It was not Donald Trump who did this. It was them, the governors. They, you know, and now you're hearing Governor Cuomo not, not wanting to blame it on China. The virus didn't come from China. It came from Europe. And how did it get to Europe? This is coming from the same guy who sent Corona-infected people to the old folks' home, to to retire retirement, to senior senator, senior senator, uh, senior citizens' home. All right. I mean, talk about pushing grandma over off the cliff. You threw her right into an infected bed. I mean, for crying out loud, this guy is trying to convince me like I'm going to believe it. No, no, I am not going to believe that. I, I read the reports. I, and I, and I share them with you, you know, it's, it's getting to the point now. And yet we have our bishops, one Bishop, Bishop sticker, sticker, I'm guessing I forgot to say his name. 
says that he will he would tell people to leave if they try to receive communion on the tongue, if they try to kneel and cause a scene. So you're going to grab a mother with a baby and you're going to drag her out. You're going to have a bunch of bouncers. Seriously. And then you're going to tell them not to come back. <laughs> wonderful. Really wonderful. Anyway, I'm going to read you this article and then we're going to go to another article. I'll be right back. Brave Priest Denounces Cowardly Bishops by William Mahoney, Church Militant, May 19th, 2020. Believers do not fear death. Memo to the bishops of the world. The faithful do not need you to look after their bodies. They need you to follow the supreme law of the church and look after their souls, the faithful priest said. In a Sunday homily, a courageous priest crying out in the sacramental wilderness uh, created by bishops denounces the shepherds for cowering, retreating, and abandoning their flock in the face of the Wuhan virus scare. Every deplorable and wretched bishop who, who locked the churches and denied people access to the Holy Mass, the Holy Eucharist, and the sacraments will have blood of every lost soul upon their heads, he said. The faithful priest did not mince words, decrying the bishops for feigning to care for, uh, for bodily health while destroying the souls. They are blind and they are leading the blind sheep down the road, the broad road to destruction. Pointing out the church has withered pandemics, famines, and wars for 2,000 years. Father posed a rhetorical question. Do we really think it's Jesus' will that only bishops of the Catholic Church lock the churches, deny people their God-ordained right to attend Holy Sacrifice of the Mass and receive the Eucharist and receive the other sacraments? Unhindered by the human respect, the priest gave Bishop Richard Sticker, that's the one um, I mentioned earlier, of Knoxville, Tennessee. I got to remember that. A clear call to action for recently saying he would remove anybody from Mass trying to receive the Blessed Sacrament on the tongue. Turn in your cross, Bishop. You're not worthy of it. Thank you. Father explained the socialist, communist, godless left is afraid of death. On one level, because this life is all they have, but on a deeper level, because of what is in every human heart. Deep down inside, I think they actually do think there might be something after death for which they will be held accountable, which is why they are most afraid of dying. But while bishops fail, the faithful and the left pushes its godless agenda. While, while bishops fail, the faithful and the left pushes its godless agenda. Father encourages the faithful to demonstrate the faith. Let's be faithful. Let's live our faith. Let's be a witness of our faith. Let's be a witness that we do not fear dying. It's, uh, I really loved it. Now I'm going to play you um, a clip.
memo to the bishops of the world. The faithful do not need you to look after their bodies. They need you to follow the supreme law of the church and look after their souls. In a Sunday homily, a courageous priest crying out in the sacramental wilderness created by bishops denounced the shepherds for cowering, retreating, and abandoning their flocks in the face of the Wuhan virus scare. Every deplorable and wretched bishop who locked the churches and denied people access to the Holy Mass, the Holy Eucharist, and the sacraments will have blood of every lost soul upon their heads. The faithful priest did not mince words, decrying the bishops for feigning to care for bodily health while destroying souls. They are blind, and they're leading the blind sheep down the road, the broad road to destruction. Pointing out the church has weathered pandemics, famines, and wars for 2,000 years, Father posed a rhetorical question. Do you really think it's Jesus' will that any bishop of the Catholic Church locks the church, denies people their God-ordained right to attend the holy sacrifice of the Mass? Anyway, his name is Father James Altman, and it's called Complicit Clergy. Um, it's You should go, at, go ahead and look for it. Look for it on YouTube. Go on Church Militant website. You can see it for yourself. It's pretty much what I read to you, but I wanted to read it because I felt that you guys should know about it and share it, share it with other people. I, I think this is great. I think we're witnessing a unique time. All right. A unique time in our history. This pandemic came just a little off after 2017, which marked a hundred years since Fatima the appearance of the apparitions in Fatima. And the Blessed Mother uh, warned that there will be trials and we're having these trials. The fact is that the warning was about heresy. I believe that. And it was about the heresy that happened in the Catholic Church. And it, it you know, and it's, and, and it's, it's finally, I think, something's going to happen. I don't know what it is. I think that we're going to see something that's going to shock the world. I don't know. I mean, I know God, our Lord, Jesus Christ, our Blessed Mother is going to make a move. I don't know what it is, but it's going to happen. Okay. And I do believe that we're witnessing something that uh, that's the beginning and it's going to end with God making his checkmate on the board. Of, on, the, on this chessboard and it's going to change the world it's going to change history it's going to change how we view the world how human beings view the universe it's going to happen i don't know how i don't know when we all knew something big was coming all right we knew about 9-11 we're reaching a crossroads in our world you know this is a battle for the for humanity's soul, a battle. Uh, what's the church? The church's position. We're having a pope now who who is who is seems to be agreeing to free Masonic ideology. This Abrahamic house. He's he's basically marginalizing the Catholic faith, the Catholic Church. The he you know he wants to marginalize or change the morality of the church. We're, you know, it's, it's we can't do this. We can't have this. Christ will not be mocked. 
Christ will not be mocked. Something's going to happen. I don't know what it is, but something's going to happen. The church has to get back its dignity. It has to get back as a leader. It has to be, it has to come back as a force that Christ intended it to be. You know, we can't have these weak men anymore. You know, the line, the line is being drawn in the sand and something has to happen. I'm going to get back with another article and we'll continue. I just read to you about a brave priest who was able to stand up against the bishops, scold them, call them out. Well, now I introduce to you another priest. If one is going to be pious and go out there and put himself out there to, for the faith and suffer and willingly put, it, put himself in danger, possibly uh, retribution by the bishop, which I'm waiting to see if it's going to happen to Father James Altman. Well, now I introduce to you a priest who, who basically sidelines our Lord. Here's an article from Church Militant. Priest nixes Jesus in mosque prayer. You're going to love this one. It's by by Julius Gomes, Church Militant, all right, May 18th, 2020, all right? So, evangelical pastors refused to join Pope's pan-religious day of prayer, but here we go. Uh, Hitchin, Hitchingen, Germany, a Catholic priest omitted the name of Jesus while praying from a mosque rooftop with local Muslim imam during Friday Islamic prayer in the German town of, of Hitchingen, Hitchingen, I guess. Father Michael uh, Naus, pastor of St. Uh, Louisius Parish, joined Imam Ahmed Ghazir on the canopy of the uh, Suleimania Mosque on May 8th, praying, Lord, I came here as a brother of all people who were created in your image. Naus recited a portion from St. Francis of Assisi's hymn, Make me an instrument of your peace, so that where there is hatred, I would, lo uh, I would love, so, so that where is one offended, I would forgive, so that where there is conflict, I would reconcile. Imam Ghazir chanted the Adhan, that's the call to prayer, uh, triumphs Islamic call to prayer proclaiming the finality of Muhammad and the supremacy of Islam over Christianity. Allah is greater. I testify that there is no God but Allah. I testify that Muhammad is Allah's prophet. Come to prayer, come to prayer. Okay, well, I, it's pretty much like in Arabic. Uh, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. Yeah, that's, uh, I know, I know because I grew up with that. I grew up in Islam. So, yeah. Well, I am simply concerned with the peaceful coexistence of denominations and religions. Father Naus insisted defending his decision to join the mosque prayer on the basis of Pope Francis call for pan-religious day of prayer for deliverance from the pandemic. But you didn't stand up for Christ. You silenced your Lord. 
You see, this is this is the, the so-called Freemasonic thing. You cannot put one religion above the other. Basically, this is what they would say. Islam is as true as Jesus as Christianity. Christianity is as true as Judaism today. Christianity, Judaism, and Islam is as equal to Buddhism and Hinduism. Uh and Baha'ism, which is also universalist religion. And you could put Satanism and atheism, all equal. They're all true. There's, they're all true, and there's not one truth above the other. They're all saying the same thing. So you can worship God, and you can worship the devil, and you can worship Ganesh, and you can worship Buddha, or you can worship nothing at all. But you can't say there's one truth above the other. That's, that's what they're going to say. And it's disgusting. And this priest, he's disgusting. He, he, you know, he, there's, well, there's no point to him. There's no point to him being a priest. What is the point of being a priest if you are not going to stand up for Jesus Christ? Seriously. But Muslims, uh, Muslim convert to Christianity, Sam uh, Solomon told Church Militant he was profoundly disturbed by such a development in the wake of Pope Francis' Abu Dhabi declaration and call by the Higher Committee for Human Fraternity for a pan-religious day of prayer. It's Freemasonic. It's secular humanism. As a Christian from a Muslim background, I represent a growing community of converts from Islam to Christianity. I told you I'm not the only one. Solomon said, in references to the Pope's efforts to establish a human fraternity with the Muslim world, my main, uh, my main concern is the overlooking of two major issues, the, the, the status of Muslim converts to Christianity in the Islamic world and the lack of any theological agreement between Islam and Christianity. The Allah of Islam, as expressed in the doctrine of Islamic monotheism, Tahweed uh, is the uh, uh, is completely opposite of the triune Lord God of the Bible. He's right about that. Converts in Muslim countries are under intense persecu persecution by the authorities, rejection by their own families, and discrimination at every level. It would help greatly if the Pope and other church authorities, for that matter, take up the the flight of the converts and not hide their persecution under the rug in the name of human fraternity. The Sharia expert and jurist stressed, if normative Islamic doctrine were all about peaceful coexistence of denominations and religions, there wouldn't be a problem. Instead, it teaches the supremacy, subversion, and conquest of unbelievers. Noted Islamic commentator Christian uh, Douglas Williams. She elaborated, Naus, like so many others, has chosen to turn a blind eye to the normative Islamic doctrine, which views Christianity as inferior, calls for warfare against Christians and, Christians and their lives. Out of these doctrines today in the ongoing jihad warfare against Christians in Africa and the Middle East, his historic gesture at the mosque was in line with many gestures the Pope who has made it his priority to see the Catholic Church partner with Islam in efforts towards achieving world peace. Um, Tuba Skariki, and, um, this must be, I think, a uh, Turkish name, the mosque's commissioner repeated in the German prayer piece from the previous week, O Allah, protect everyone in Hijin, in in." in Baden, Wurttemberg, in Germany, and all over the world 
from this pandemic as we currently experience it. At the end of the prayer, at which 50 Muslims were present, Adhan Berkaf, chairman of the Hijin Muslim community, prays Father Naus. That was, that was great. It has to be that way. We have to stick together in Hijin. We, are all, we, we all pray to God. He finished. He finished. However, Solomon in his book, Not the Same God, is, uh, is the Quran's Allah, the Lord God of the Bible, categorically states that notwithstanding many apparent similarities, the Allah of Islam, as expressed in the doctrine of Islamic monotheism, Tahweed, is the opposite of the triune Lord God of the Bible, opposite in nature, character, Nobility, description, and attributes. He's absolutely right. The Quran, although seemingly innocent, is its main objective was and is to undo the message and mission of Christ, Solomon observed. The Quran denies any form of divine nature associated with Isa, that's the Muslim way of saying Jesus, and attacks a version of the Trinity as a form of polytheism and shirks associating partners with Allah, which is the ultimate blasphemy in Islam. There is a passage, a verse in the Quran, which mistakes the Blessed Mother as the third person of the Trinity. Um, you know, Allah, the Father, Jesus, and the Blessed Mother. It mistakes her as that. And sometimes even mistakes the angel Gabriel as the Holy Spirit, which is not the same, obviously. But they, you know, it shows an ignorance um, yet some of the most outspoken Christian theologians, scholars, would, would without hesitation declare that Muslims and Christians believe in the same God based on sufficient similarities, he, he lamented. He's right. There's a lot of people that do that. They just don't want to argue it. On May 1st, local Christians and members of Germany's populist alternative für Deutschland, alternative for Germany, party assembled in Gramenter stress to protest Mayor Philip Hahn's decision to permit the Suleiman Mosque to publicly broadcast Muslim prayers all over loudspeaker for the first time in the town's history. Some Catholics displayed a crucifix while others protested paraded German flags at the demonstration. The Quran, although seemingly innocent, its main objective was and is to undo the message of and mission of Christ. There's a picture here of Father Naus. He looks oblivious as, as, as he sounds. Naus said his decision to pray with the imam was in part motivated by the, pro, by the protest, really. In his online sermon for St. Louis Church, the Catholic priest criticized the protests against the Muslim Friday prayer. It hurt me, said Naus, to see the Muslims should be prevented from praying. I find it shameful. Local Protestant pastors Herbert Worth, host John Buer, and Frank Steiner, were, who were also invited to participate in the mosque prayer, declined to take part. Locals pointed out that the priest led the prayers dressed in a suit and tie without his cassock. I noticed that too in the photograph. Or clerical collar. He also took off the uh, earring he normally wears on his left ear while preaching or celebrating Mass. He wears an earring. I bet you he's gay. 
and I bet you he's a practicing homosexual. Why is a priest wearing an earring? Why is he wearing an earring? I'm going to take a guess that he is a homosexual. I'm not saying that being wearing an earring makes you a homosexual, but why would he wear it? And why did he not wear a cassock? It's uh, a cassock and his collar, which is his habit. Why wasn't he wearing his habit? And why would he wear an earring while he's wearing a habit? Well, he's on the little, he's on the funny side. That's for sure. A number of Christian protests protested in local newspaper website. The churches in Germany are um, non-governmental organizations. Um, that means they don't that means they don't apply for the tax uh they don't receive their donations through taxes um serving one world oh, hold on the churches in germany are no no goes non governmental organizations oh, i mean non governmental okay the serving one world socialism one lamented okay yeah they they do receive their taxes i'm sorry i correct myself that means they do that 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 uh, like the catholic church they apply and they collect their money through the taxes. Despite the lousy attendance at the churches, they spend weeks fretting about distant uh, distant rules and, and then they pray in the mosque, another commented. Yeah. In other words, they do very little to try to get you to go to church, but they want to make sure that they get the money and then they, they make all efforts to for this globalist, socialist, religious pluralism. Wonderful. All right, that ends this article. Let's go to the next one. So, Virus Splits the Vatican. This is May 18th by William Mahoney, church militant. Dated May 8th, the feast of Our Lady of the Rosary of Pompeii, known for the conversion of a diehard Satanist in the late 1800s. We're going to do a story about him. The appeal of the church for the church and the appeal for the church and the world to Catholics and all people of goodwill, which discusses globalists using the Wuhan virus to push for one world government and has yet to receive official acknowledgement from the Vatican or the U S conference of Catholic bishops. <clears throat> Sorry. This, despite the fact that a firestorm, uh, unsued in the media over the document to date, it has racked up 40,000 signatures, I signed it, which makes the deafening silence from the Vatican even more strange. The appeal states, under the pretext of the COVID-19 epidemic, the inalienable rights of citizens have in many cases been violated and their fundamental freedoms have been dis disproportionately and unjustly restricted. An initiative of Archbishop Carlo Vigano the appeal has been signed by the lay professional priests and prelates, including Prefect Emeritus of Congregation of the Doctrine of Faith, Cardinal Gerhard Muller, the Bishop Emeritus of Hong Kong, Cardinal Joseph Zen, Auxiliary Bishop of, Ast uh, of Astana, um, Astana, and Athanasius Schneider, and U.S. Bishop of Tyler, Texas, Joseph Strickland. The appeal continues... There are powers interested in creating a panic among the world's population with the sole aim of permanently imposing unacceptable forms of restrictions on freedom, of controlling people. 
the imposition of these liberal measures is disturbing, prelude to the realization of a world government beyond all control. While neither the Vatican nor the USCCB has responded since lockdown measures began, Pope Francis has sided with the Italian Prime Minister against, Ita against Italian bishops seeking to resume public worship, called for consideration of universal basic income, and joined interreligious initiative of, uh, of prayer, fasting, and acts of charity to end the pandemic. Mean meanwhile, the president of the USCCB, Archbishop Jose Gomez of Los Angeles has profited from the pandemic by taking 7 million of PPP relief money, in addition to already having a 700 million endowment and an 800 million in cash. Wow. There you have it. There you see, you see what I'm talking about. It is a movement. There is something going on and they are desperate for money. They are false shepherds, as I have read to you. They are hirelings. They are these men. And you saw how this all breaks down. You have on one hand, the first article, which was a priest bravely standing up and pointing out to their hypocrisy and their weak faith. Then you go on from there, and we read about a, a German priest, all right, trendy German priest who walks around with an earring and goes, takes off the earring and goes and preach, uh, preaches or prays at a mosque, but never mentioning the name of his Lord's and Savior Jesus Christ. And then we go down the road to this. Archbishop Vigano and many other bishops, a few of the faithful, a few of the faithful, uh, believe and see that there is a dark cloud looming that is slowly trying to change the Catholic Church, and the Pope is silent. Instead, he joins the Freemasonic universal uh, world, but stays silent about this this horrible thing, and even sidelines the, the Italian bishops who want to reopen the churches. We're going to see something very interesting. When this Pope either is called home or retires, we're going to see a big battle within the Catholic Church for the next Pope. Anyway, I'm going to end it here. I'm glad I did this. Um, this uprising is serious. Uh, let's say a quick prayer. We'll pray to Our Lady in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Blessed Mother, please intervene for your children, intervene for the church. Please pray for us before the throne of glory, before the throne of your Son. Take our prayers to the Trinity. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. God bless. And please... Um, Share this podcast, share it uh, with others. Um, if you know any friends uh, that uh, might be interested in this, um, I'll tr keep trying to improve. Um, I'm hoping to at least start maybe a YouTube channel. Um, and um, I want to try to make better podcasts. I want to share this. I really enjoyed the time I spent in Easter sharing this with you guys. Uh, there's been... 
um, a great, great response. And I hope to keep improving um, the podcast and keep uh, keep sharing this. I mean, right now I found out that um, in Iceland, uh, parts of Scandinavia, Austria, Brazil, of Kenya, Malaysia, Malaysia, I'm surprised, Philippines, Portugal, um, other, you know, many places in Great Britain, Ireland, and Italy. Uh, my podcast, my podcast is being heard. Um, it's, you know, it's still small. It's not like I got thousands of followers, but the idea is to share the faith and to, and to talk about important things. Uh, the things that are happening in society and what's happening now are important. Um, you know, we have, we, we, we seriously um, have to, you know, we are in the world, but we are not of the world. We have to, uh, we have to hold on. We have to uh, show the world what we believe, uh, not show off, but stand and hold our ground. And uh, we have to be saints you know, we're not, you know, I'm not a priest. I'm just a lay person. I'm a convert to the faith. And I do love Jesus Christ. I love him and I want to do this. I want to share my faith. You know, I mean, you know, Dr. Taylor Marshall has, uh, he's a teacher. He's a professor. He's a theologian. Uh, Scott Hahn is a theologian. Church Militant does their thing, but I take what they do and I try to share it with people because, uh, I want, you know, I want, I want it to go out there and I take what I, from LifeSite News and John Henry Weston, they have a more sophisticated, uh, platform, but, um, I love the faith and, uh, and I, and I want to be, uh, I want to be the Catholic that Christ wants me to be. And I want to be, um, the man that, you know, that Jesus wants me to be. And I want to share it with other people. And I want to keep improving this. I want to, I want to stand up. And I want to say to everybody, yes, I am a Catholic. I was born to a Muslim background. I was never a practicing Muslim, but now I belong to Jesus Christ. I belong to the Alpha, the Omega, the Lamb. And I, I profess the creed. I believe in the sacrament. I believe in the resurrection. I believe that Christ was the atonement for my sins. I am a Christian. I am a Catholic. This is who I am. And I want others to do the same thing. I'm tired of people trying to make me feel ashamed for being, uh, being who I am. The Holy Spirit led me here and I was meant like everyone else. We are all meant to praise God, to praise Jesus Christ. This is who we are. This is what we're meant to be. We're created in his image. We have been redeemed. We've been bought, you know, by a great price through the blood of the lamb. This is, this is something we have to do. We have to stop this nonsense that, you know, you can't talk this way. I'm going to talk this way and I'm going to continue it. Anyway, God bless. And I'll hear from you guys soon. All right. Amen. Well, you're here for me. God bless.